0: That it's time for the Clusterfuck Nation EyeCast. James Howard Kunzler, Tom Friedley. The Clusterfuck Nation EyeCast only on Radio Zeitgeist. James Kunzler in upstate New York's genius this morning. Tom's pretty much cold read this morning on the Clusterfuck Nation EyeCast. A glance ahead. Jim begins, Satan is the father of lies and we have become satanic, being and doing evil, most especially to ourselves. What's ahead, like a few months down the road? Hysteria and chaos, if the Joe Biden regime can help it, and they're helping it all they can. Twice-vax, twice-boosted, and twice-recent COVID-19 patient Dr. Anthony Fauci warned this week that the unvaxed would get into trouble, in quotes, as the seasons turn this year. The party left out is, The unvaxxed will be in trouble trying to keep up with helping their sick and dying vaccinated relatives whose immune systems have been damaged by their multiple vaxes. Mr. Kunso continues, The boldness of Dr. Fauci's lying is really something to behold. Who in the entire HHS, NIH, CDC bureaucracy has failed to notice that the mRNA vaccines have no efficacy whatever against COVID-19? The vaccinated are by far those still getting sick and increasingly disabled from the disease, and even more from the vaccines themselves. The emperor's new clothes hang in shreds. Rumor is that many upper-level employees in these public health agencies are increasingly freaked out by their now obvious complicity in a momentous crime. They know they will have to answer for allowing the mRNA fiasco to get this far for going along to get along, and they're preparing to mutiny to save their own asses. Wait for it. The regime's backup plan is the comical monkeypox, transmitted to date mainly via all-male orgies. HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra declared a national monkeypox emergency this week, saying he'd, quote, explore every option on the table, Except an official advisory against homosexual orgies, Jim writes. There is, of course, reasonable suspicion that monkeypox is but one device for shutting down the November midterm election, or, more deviously, closing polling places and allowing only mail in ballots, the easiest way to rig elections. That will lead naturally to several state attorneys general seeking relief in the Supreme Court against the federal government's unconstitutional takeover of the state's duty to conduct their elections. The Joe Biden regime will lose that one, but not before royally pissing off at least half the adults in the land, leading to even greater than anticipated election losses for the party of chaos. Meanwhile, the Party of Chaos is about to unleash its Inflation Reduction Act, which proposes to spend three-quarters of a trillion dollars created from thin air into an economy already hyperventilating on three years of multi-trillion-dollar injections derived from no productive activity. At the same time, the act will raise taxes especially for low-end wage earners and small businesses, completing the regime's destruction of the middle class. The cherry on top is the provision to double the size of the Internal Revenue Service by hiring 87,000 new employees to harass ordinary American taxpayers. Is that what you voted for in 2020? I thought not. None of that is going to work as intended. More likely, passage of the act will trigger destruction of the dollar as the world's reserve currency and a stampede out of dollar-denominated investments, which is to say, a very severe financial crisis. Credit will freeze, the distribution and sales of goods will cease, interest will stop being paid on virtually all outstanding debt, the bond market will implode, few will have anything identifiable as money, and there will be little in the way of everyday goods like food and gasoline to buy anyway. You realize, of course, that this is a description of economic collapse. If things roll that way, there will be absolutely no trust left in the U.S. government. It will be either ignored or opposed. And in places like my own New York, Jim writes, under the tyrannical and titanically incompetent accidental Governor Kathy Hochul, there will be no trust in state government either, meaning we're on our own, community by community. This will be a very interesting experiment in the dynamics of emergence, the self-organizing properties of systems in chaos. I doubt that it will resolve in the direction of the globalist dreams of transhuman technocracy. Every macro trend now runs against centralization. But the process could conceivably invite an attempted Chinese takeover of the USA, if not militarily, then in a way similar to America's asset stripping operations in the collapsed Soviet Union of the 1990s, a looting spree, as seen many other times in history when empires founder. Or else, the rest of the world will just kick back and witness the spectacle of our struggle as the lights of Western civilization flicker out. Europe will be right in it with us, by the way. The other nations of the world are tired of us trying to push them around with increasingly evil intentions. They will enjoy watching our tribulations. They will be convinced we deserve it. This is what comes from a culture of immersive and pervasive dishonesty— Satan is the father of lies, and we have become satanic, being and doing evil, most especially to ourselves, whether you believe in a literal Satan or not. So, do you think now that being transgressive is fun? You'll be changing what's left of your mind about that soon. Along with the threat of literal starvation will also arise a terrible hunger for truth. How did this happen? How did we come to do this? Who was behind it? It won't be hard to find out once we're motivated to look. And keep looking and listening here. Tom Friedley at Radio Zeitgeist.
1: City full of garbage eaters ravaging parking spots beneath my plaza window. I see cheetah in their tight skins and tired heels. All night hip on the diner, crossing the street. Swore the herds of young and palab, blind bastard, giving, even a struggling monster. And over there that brilliant head ornament on that Japanese macaque. But look closely at the hammerhead hand in hand with the mandrel. It's a sight you're unlikely to see anywhere else on the planet. Yes, yes, the Howler's resonating repertoire is not too bad in the midst of the more musical turn, the tropical warmer. But the impatient taxi fare, the sparking the office, and the glass-eyed snapper harking papers, I can certainly live without. Also because it's the poisonous boom slang laughter, social dropping to the fruit bat and purple queenfish. And who's that bad when conversing with a magazine stand? Evidently he's getting a good deal.